0: Welcome to the Beyond the Leash podcast, your number one source for everything canine. Eric Straitmans and Melissa Riley got you covered on the latest training tips, techniques, and more. No clicker training bullshit, constantly bribing with treats. Just balanced dog training that works. Now, here's your hosts, Eric and Melissa.
1: Well, hello, hello, hello on another Tuesday. Here on the Beyond the Leash podcast, my name is Eric Straitmans and as always joined with the very lovely, very talented, my partner in crime, Melissa O'Reilly. Hey guys. Say hello, Melissa. Hey,
0: thanks for listening. How are you? What's Uh, going on? I'm good. Just enjoyed this lovely, long weekend that we had off.
1: Well, we all talk about how I'm an old man now and I started playing baseball again.
0: Oh, oh, yes. I now
1: have an injury. Yes. (laughs) Once again. Yes, (laughs) And I kind of injured it. The greatest, greatest thing. It was a great catch. It was the greatest catch of all. I bet. And if you miss those catches, you get injured. That's a little worse. Yeah. But literally, I came home with a little bit of a limp. I I felt it pop. I knew what was going to happen. I've had that knee operated on like four times. Yeah. I felt the pop, and I still played. I kept continuing to play, and then I woke up, and I literally... Completely locked. Like, could not move. I could not. I couldn't put any pressure on it. Yeah. I literally had a hop to the bathroom. Yes. One leg, like if I put any, I was falling.
0: And something that I didn't know.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say the yes. same thing.
0: What can you have delivered to your front
1: door? I happened to look, just Google crutches to see where I could get them yeah. on a short notice or quickly, or mm-hmm. I don't know if Shoppers Drug Mart had them or whatever. The first ad that came up was Instacart. Yes. <laughs> so I had I had my crutches delivered to me. I bought them a little bit too big size, but... Still did the job, though. Yeah, that was crazy.
0: Yeah, and I've, I've been to one of your games. You are fully committed. I've, I've told you, don't be so committed. <laughs> you're not a spring chicken anymore. No, no, no. And you're not going professional, so... Go,
1: go hard or go home. That's you're down,
0: Big Rick. Okay. okay.
1: Okay, so our podcasts are usually a lot of fun and we make a lot of jokes and we have fun mm-hmm. in here. This one it's gonna be a little bit of a well, tone. It's real talk time. Yes, it's real talk because yeah. and it's also a subject that is absolutely important mm-hmm. and everybody with a dog is unfortunately gonna Which- go through.
0: Is, is the majority of our listeners. And
1: majority of our listeners, I don't know if you know or not, I had my adoption dogs for for 10 years, I think I adopted her at three or four, mm-hmm. and I knew it was coming, but recently I had to do the bad decision, which I'm almost going to cry now, I had to put yeah. her down, yes. and she told me when it was time.
0: Yeah, not the bad decision, it was the right decision.
1: So luckily for this, because again, both myself and Melissa, we're not experts on this topic at all. No. No, oh, we know a little bit of stuff. We've known a lot of people, but we have on the show today Helen Goldberg. Yes. Say hello, Helen.
2: Hello, and thank you for having me. Thank and you so much for being oh, here with so great, us. So great! Yes.
1: When I, I texted Melissa, oh, we got this girl, and I sent her your website. She was like, "How'd you do that?" I go, no, "I just reached out to her." Yes. Because I need somebody on here that knows a little bit more than us. And what Helen is is a certified pet grief recovery specialist. A certified pet grief recovery specialist. Mm -hmm.
0: Helen, how did you find yourself in this particular profession?
2: Well, um, like you, I'm an animal lover. And most of the people who surround me are animal lovers. Mm -hmm. So there was about four or five years ago, a friend of mine who, whenever she would go on vacation, I would take care of her little, two little Westies. Mm-hmm. And one of them, um, who had cancer, was um, not doing well. And when she came back from her vacation, um, sometime later, we knew it was time. Mm-hmm. And she asked me to go with her. At this time, I wasn't doing this. I was working in a law office, um, and I went with her, and she didn't want to go into the room. Some people could, can, and some people can't, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. that's okay. So I asked her if I could stay with her little girl, and she said yes. So we, I stayed, and I helped her through the process. Then literally about three, four months later, um, my son, who had a beautiful Bernie, who was only five years old, had a terrible accident. Oh, boy. And he had to make the choice, Mm -hmm. and he euthanized him. Uh, His wife at the time was very pregnant, and they had a toddler at home, so he asked me to come with him, and I did. And I watched my son, who was my baby, (sighs) break down.
0: I'm going to (laughs) cry.
1: Melissa's going to leave the show today.
2: And I walked out of there saying to myself, no one will ever go through this alone again. So I came home and I started to do some research. It wasn't very well known here at all. I couldn't find anything within Canada. I found something online through the UK. I took some courses there um, and then some through the States. And a,
0: I uh, educated myself, and um, here I am. Well, they, and sometimes, I, I as you're saying this, you um, have a very like serene, calming presence and aura about you. Sometimes these professions, I think, choose us almost. Yes, right, absolutely. Um, and and you did.
1: <laughs> we all know the story how I became a dog y- Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: So, and and you did mention something there because when we're presented with the loss of a pet, it can be presented in a few different ways. Um, like with Beppe, you know, she was almost 15. Well, um, let's,
1: let's go, just, yep, go back, f- just for people that don't maybe know the story, because a lot of us know that are in the school.
0: Well, before you get into okay. the, the story, yep. though, there is, there is our story with Beppe, and, you know, you have an elderly pet who's... Health is failing, but their mind is kind of still there, and you're, you know, you're kind of in that gray area. And we'll talk more about kind of when to know it's time. Dogs that
1: s- dies of old age, basically, you're yes. living their full life. Yes, yeah, and I know where you're getting at. Here. And
0: then, secondly, you mentioned about your son. Sometimes we have the tragic, sudden, unexpected, yes. accidental death of a, of a family pet. Or third, there's there's another one which we would call a behavioral euthanization which is also yes very difficult um so eric maybe you want to speak a little bit about just you know what we've just went through uh with your girl bebe
1: well bebe again where where when i left especially at the end what did you say to me whenever i came home if i was gone for four hours
0: oh she would just go to the front door and bark and wait at the front door for hours. Yeah, she wouldn't
1: move. Just look yeah. at the front door waiting for me. We had a Especially very special relationship. Especially as of
0: recently.
1: Yeah. We had a very special relationship. I adopted her, and she was kind of like a last chance. She came with some problems. Mm-hmm. She came from Europe, spent some time in uh, Thailand, mm-hmm. and then uh, a bunch of trainers gave up on her because she developed some behavior problems. I took her on as a project. And it was actually the first adoption dog I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And for my whole career, I've always said, oh, adopt a dog, adopt a dog. Because it was the politically right thing to say. Mm -hmm. But I never thought I would ever adopt a dog. She was my first one, and she totally changed my feelings. on Mm -hmm. Because I always thought, as a dog trainer, you want a puppy to mold them. It took a while. It took a couple months. But in that couple months, she was a little freaked out. Tap, tap, tap. She wouldn't sleep properly. But then one day I woke up, and she was (laughs) Had her arm around me. Yeah. <laughs> and ever since that moment, I never had a dog more attached to me ever. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. People used to say the way she follows you in the school, like just the eyes on yes. you everywhere she went. And she's literally been in retirement. I put in her in retirement about nine or 10. Those dogs aren't supposed... She lived extra. extra. Yes. They're yep. supposed to be around 12 years old. hmm Belgian Malinois. But, um... Um... She, I put her in a retirement about nine. Yeah. But for those of you that are in the school now, she used to always be the school dog. Yes. I yeah. never came here without her. I, ne- I Basically, when I was single, I never went anywhere yeah. without her. So we had such a bond. Yeah. And I knew it was coming. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. Melissa was saying, you know, it's coming. You know, she'd say, yeah, I don't want to do it. I, don't yeah. want- I know she, because at the end I had to think, what's her life like now? Yeah yeah she was the most she's belgium allemand which is the athlete of the dog world and i could see when she was losing her arthritis hit her hard yes i had her on so many pain meds Mm -hmm. and the last six months to a year she really didn't have much of a life go in the backyard pee come back in lie in her bed
0: she ate she never skipped a meal she was
1: always first in line for her, her meal. <laughs> you know, that, that never, and I knew her hearing yeah. was going. The yeah.
0: hearing, the seeing. She yeah. had a tumor that kind of presented behind one of her eyes. It was I'm I find I'm very sensitive to every being around me. Yeah. So it's it was a little difficult and I knew it was gonna be really hard. It was hard for me as well. But
1: But, but she ended up telling me yes. like that last day she couldn't The last night she she had a stroke. She couldn't get out of her bed. Yeah. And then the next morning, I tried to get her to get out of her bed. She wouldn't. I picked her up, and as I was bringing her to the backyard, she peed all over my legs. (laughs) Yeah. And I knew that was it. She did the look (laughs) in her eye. Yeah. I had to call the vet right away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Helen, um, maybe we can maybe start with that. We've had a
1: couple, what, like, and I don't want to say worse, but I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. You're the expert. Well, yes. you know what? If you you li- living a full life and losing a dog, that's inevitable. But losing a dog by an accident, by a, a sudden early medical problem, yeah. like Cash's dog. Yes. With the twisted stomach. What do you call that? Uh, it actual? was bloat. I think yeah, it's bloat. bloat that he yeah. died from. There, there was a bunch of our dogs. Which is worse? I don't know.
2: There you were. Know, you know what? For the pet parent, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No matter if they've, I mean, I've had clients who had a six-month-old puppy, yeah. and it was mauled by um, a very vicious German shepherd, and her and her children were devastated.
0: Oh, my God. That you is know, so tr- but yeah.
2: it's, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, I've had people who have had dogs two, three years old and ran it on the road and got hit by a car. Yes. You know, or or in the backyard and a coyote got a hold of them. Yes. So to a pet parent and to each and every pet parent, our animals are the best. Yes. Right? Yeah. So how they go, and you know, even though you knew his time was coming, you didn't really know.
0: Yeah. You
2: didn't really know what was what was coming with it. Yeah. And I think... That is one of the hardest hits that people just don't realize. You'd be surprised how many people say to me, like, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. You know, I just, like, I lost a parent or I lost a grandmother
0: or I lost a very close friend. Mm-hmm.
1: But, the pet but, was harder. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would say th- the only difference between um, having a, a dog, losing one tragically due to an accident, or... Or one that's health-related, and you have a very senior pet. And I've I've heard, I've read stories, talked to other people where maybe it was just a small... I think the difference in... Let's just say you were letting the dog out the front door, and today you said, you know what, I'm not going to put the leash on. It's just a quick walk, and I'm going to put my dog in the car. And you know what? A rabbit sprang out and your dog ran into the road and was, was killed. Is the guilt yes. and the shame sometimes yes. associated yes. with that yes. loss. One
1: thing that consoles me is knowing that no, many, not many dogs have a life like Beppe did.
0: Oh, yes. She was in
1: the school. She was active. And she did. And I gave her the best life possible. Yeah. But that. And you know what you were just saying? It was more the acceptance Like, Melissa was telling me, hey, the time's coming. And it was a matter of me accepting that, yes, I'm going to have to live my life without her. Mm -hmm. When she was such a big part of my life for so many years.
2: Yeah. Well, they definitely, I mean, that's it. It's leaving that big hole, you Mm -hmm. know. And especially when I had my first dog who was a Westie, she was a very sick dog from the time she was a year and a half to 12 so I became That's a long time yeah I became wow. her caretaker yes and that bond is a very, very different bond so when she did eventually uh, pass and was euthanized, it was this big hole yes. of even though I had my other dog, she was totally different. God bless her she was as healthy as could be she lived to 16 she, you know she had a, a heart murmur, but it didn't infect her till the last Two weeks of her life, yeah. so it was a very different bond and relationship. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: like you said, that role of caretaker almost becomes a very big part of your identity, yeah. especially yeah. after doing it for like twelve years. Yes. You know, yes. it's, what do I do with myself? Self, now? Yeah,
2: like I'd wake up in the morning and I go. Because I would have to, because I was working in an office at the time, so I'd have to wake up like 5, 5.30, make sure she had her medication, had to wash her down, clean her bedding. Like, I had to do this whole thing. Full-time and then job. That's right. And then mm-hmm. when I woke up the morning, she wasn't there anymore. It was like,
0: now what do I do? Yes. Right? I, I yeah. still
1: haven't moved Beppe's bed. I know. Well, even and I wake up, and sometimes I look over there. It's only been two weeks, but yeah. I'll, I'll look over and expect her to like yes. get up and wiggle over to well, me. Well,
0: even small things like the garbage can. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> We've been hanging our garbage for quite some time now. Um,
1: As Beppe is, she'll get into anything. Uh,
0: yes, but even just bringing that garbage can into the house on some level felt like this weird betrayal. Yeah. We
1: can put the garbage back where it belongs. Yes, yes. We don't have a big dog that'll knock it over anymore.
0: And are we crazy for that? No. Like, yeah.
2: No. It's it's readjusting, right? It's, yeah. It's. I mean, when you've done it for so many years. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, okay, now what do I do with all of this, right? right? You know, and like you said, you haven't taken the bed away. That's okay. When you're ready, you'll take the bed away. You know, there's a lot of people I've had, people who have walked around with the leash in their pocket because it just sort of helped them get to where they needed to get to. So everyone does it different. There's no right or wrong with this whole process. You have to do it how it makes you feel safe and how it makes you feel comfortable yeah. and give yourself permission. You know, And unfortunately, death and grief in society as a whole is such an uncomfortable place yeah. to be. So sometimes, you know, And people mean well, but people say things that they shouldn't be saying. And I always say to my clients, there's nothing wrong to politely say to someone, I really don't want to talk about it. Shut it down. Yes. Right? And they mean well. Yeah. But people come out on the scene, like, I remember when my first died, I had someone at the time, I was still at the office where I was working, who came to me after two weeks and said to me, because I was in the photocopy room and tears were coming down my cheeks. Oh. I was thinking of her. Mm-hmm. And I remember she. this woman came up to me and said, so how long has it been? And I said, two weeks. She said, well, why don't you get over it? Oh, wow. But you don't get over it. And you always, you get over it in a way of honoring. You miss them. You will always miss them. It's been 15 years. The other one's been eight years. But I love them and yes. I miss them, right? Yes, yes. And that's okay because it's done in a way of honoring. It isn't with that heavy burden,
0: grief that you feel at the beginning. Yes. So, and that's important to remember is that in those initial days, it's almost like it takes your breath away. Yes. Almost like I'm just like such a suck with this. now. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, but that oh, Melissa's got some tears. That that particular. That is temporary, yes. but like you said, you'll always feel to some degree that missing them and the level of loss, and it's learning to live with that, yes. I guess, right? Yes.
1: Always, always. This might sound weird, but I've always been a big promoter of families with children getting pets, because not only does it teach the kids responsibility yes. of owning a pet and all that stuff... And this is the unfortunate part. It's also going to teach them how to deal with loss. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
1: when they eventually lose a parent later on in life... Yeah. I don't want to say it's preparing you for that, almost, but... You've experienced what major grief and loss is like. Yes. yes. yes,
2: And it's very important to be honest with children. Like sometimes some parents don't. They say, oh, they went to live on a farm. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. My
0: kids are now 22, 18, and yeah. 16 and just recently found out about what really happened yeah. with Polly 12 years ago. That was yeah. before me and yeah. I, I didn't together. have the heart. Yeah. Because I was grieving so much I didn't know how to walk my kids yeah, through it.
2: Because we think that we have to hide it from them. Yeah. But always I say to parents who have young children, they say, like, you know, I don't want to cry in front of my kids. And I, I don't want them to go cry in front of them. It doesn't yes. mean that you have to sit down and have a total, like, meltdown. But it's important that they see that you're crying. Yes. That they're f- you're feeling the pain. Because then it gives them the permission yes. to do that. That's and they, so important. And they will take that along in the rest of their life. That That yes. when, when they do lose you know, their own animal or they do lose a parent or someone who's very special yes. to them, it'll... It's okay.
0: Yeah, it's okay it's to cry. It's okay.
1: Yeah. About three years back, Melissa's family had to say goodbye to their small chihuahua.
0: Yes, she was Chile, 12. Yeah. And yeah. we had a
1: good bond, me and Chile. As I soon know. as I started coming around, we were like... Best of friends. And you know what I find was weird? That Chili was not trained at all. <laughs> she, no, she was not. She had a lot of very annoying behavior. She was yes. a typical Chihuahua that yap, 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 yap. Yes. That little girl would drag garbages across <laughs> the floor <laughs> yeah, and yeah. get in them. Yes. And when we had to, you had to put her down, unfortunately, because she got that old no for a Chihuahua. Yeah, she got some problems. Yeah. She yeah. got some very bad medical problems. And you could see she wasn't living well. Yeah. It was like her, me coming in the house, hearing that bark was so effing annoying.
0: I know, but, but then. When, but
1: then it's like I would give anything yeah. Yeah. to hear that annoying bark. Bark again. Another time. Absolutely, yes. yeah.
2: absolutely. I remember my dog a few months ago, She had, he had some stomach issues. And usually when he's feeling really well, he does this twirling thing, right? Mm-hmm. He's just really happy, he's always twirling. And sometimes when you're walking, him it's really annoying. It's pulling your arm or he twirls in front of him and you almost trip. Yes. And I remember when he was not feeling well with his stomach and he wasn't twirling. I remember looking and I go, I will never be
0: annoyed with that troubling. I know. <laughs> right? I know. Yes. Yeah. And I've, I've heard that story too, that sometimes dog or cat... Somebody will have this cat and it pees and it'll pee on furniture or they'll get a new mattress or a new couch and oh, Oscar went and peed on the couch again and maybe they cursed that cat up in heaps. You're human, right? You kind of, you, you reach your limit with these little things and then that particular cat, that day that she yelled at her cat, he went outside, wandered off and he, he passed away that day. Right. So again, it's kind of, how do you, what do you tell somebody who maybe the last interaction that they had with their, their pet wasn't, you know, what we see in the movies. Yeah. You get that nice long goodbye yes. or, you know. Um, you're human. Yeah. You're
2: human. And like you said, you, it gets to a point where it's like, if you do this one more time, I'm just going to wring your yes. neck, right? Yeah. You're human. yeah But I off one of the tools I use is that if people didn't get that opportunity to say goodbye the way they felt that they needed to, Mm
0: -hmm. is
2: to write letters. And to keep it Mm open-ended, because as time goes on, you may want to keep on adding on to it. And most of my clients do do that, and they really feel that helps them, because you want to say what you need to say. Because very often the animal doesn't, um, you know, do as well or die the way they thought or wanders off or gets lost or however it is, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you need some kind of, lack of better word, closure to be able to go forward with your healing.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, And even, like, I'm sure there's a little bit of forgiveness, too, that you have to kind of gracefully give yourself, um, you know, for that last interaction, Uh,
1: And to me, we're talking about death, loss of a pet. But I think it can be just as bad if there was a loss. You were as close to Jax as I was to Beppe. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And Jax is healthy. He's fine. He's going to live a lot longer. But we've lost him due to a relationship. Yes. Yeah. That's just as troubling. No? Absolutely. And I've like, had how, a really hard time with that. How many couples have we known over the years here that well, have you broke go, up? Well,
0: you know, divorces, they don't always split even. Yeah. We, just talk, know? we just talked
1: about that with Lee, with her ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And they split up because yeah. they had two dogs they originally brought to you. Yes. Ex-girlfriend, not the one you know now. Yes.
0: Now, there has not been, like, death has not been the finality with that dog. But I will even see him on occasion. Maybe I'm dropping off or picking up a child. And he'll be looking from the window, and when I tell you that, like.
1: <laughs> that might be worse. Yeah, it destroys know, me.
2: Loss is loss. You know, and that's the thing, society feels loss is death but loss is loss yeah, loss absolutely. is divorce loss is leaving your school that you went to for 5 years your your parents are moving to another province or state or another country yeah. loss is loss and people society doesn't allow you to deal with that so what you get is is like this little mountain and then another shovel of dirt yes and then another shovel of dirt you know I mean down to I had this bracelet that um uh, a gentleman that I worked for was a really kind man and he had bought me this beautiful bracelet for the Christmas holidays and I knew it was too big and I knew I kept on having to get it fixed and I didn't and I lost it And I was devastated by that yeah. because it what it was what it represented yes. to me. Yes. So as silly as it sound, I allowed myself to grieve the loss of that bracelet. Yeah. yeah. Or when I got my the dog that I have now when I adopted him, I had a little blue coat that was from my other dog. Mhm. And I was going away on a holiday, and I told my friend, I'm going to leave the little blue coat and the booties on the chair, and I'll text you when I leave, and then you can come get the dog, because when I w- he'd see me leave, and you get all, whatever. Yes. Yeah. So she said, okay. And she came, in, and then while I was at the airport, she texted me. She says, I didn't see any bag on there. And I go, Are you sure? And she said, yes. And then I thought about it. I had two bags there. One was for garbage. And one was the blue coat. That was the only materialistic kind of thing that I had that represented my Zoe, Aww. right? And I had thrown both of them into the, the garburetor. Oh, no. And I was devastated by that. And yeah. I sat in the airport with my sunglasses on in a corner. Yeah. But I allowed myself to grieve it. Yeah. And that's the problem. Society doesn't give you that opportunity. Absolutely. So either you take it or it's gonna just be another piece of dirt on yes. top of that, that mold, that pile, yeah. right?
0: And I'm that's I'm a big believer in that and it's something I try and teach my children, especially now that they're older and confronting adult issues, is that if you don't let yourself feel it you're not going to heal from it right it's just kind of like you said you put it on the back burner but it it almost keeps growing
1: you must you must get a lot of different people already dealing with different ways uh bella when she lost her chihuahua an old girlfriend of mine she was catatonic i mean when i tell you catatonic she was catatonic for about three weeks straight you couldn't talk to her She wouldn't move.
0: And what were the circumstances around the loss of that Chihuahua?
1: She, Chihuahua was very young, two, three years old. Mm -hmm. And she went to Brantford to visit somebody. And she's a city girl. She doesn't understand dark here. This was like Brantford, middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. like Highway 2. She let the dog out for a pee. There's no fences. Lost the dog in the dark. Couldn't call the dog. Dog wouldn't come. She called me freaking out. I said, don't worry, will the morning she'll be there when she woke up in the morning she went down to the road and <sighs> tequila been hit was hit by a car and she was yeah. t- totally catatonic yeah. yeah then you get people like me that hide it a little bit better yeah how do you what do you what would you express to clients like what's the right way or maybe there's not a there's right not way a no, there's right not way. a right way it's individual
2: mm-hmm. it's who you are as a person it's the loss it's the bond of the animal you can have three four different dogs in your household and each each grief process, each journey is going to be very different, different. right? I, I had agree. two dogs because mine, one who was, the, I was her caretaker. There was a really deep bond yes. opposed to the other one, right? The one that I have now, he's a little rescue. When I got him, he was afraid of everyone and everything. He was wild, I did a lot, a lot of work in him, and he's the most incredibly happy little boy. But my bond and his bond is so strong, right? So there's no right way or wrong way. And I always say that to my clients, you know, because they would always say, and how long? I can't give you how long. That's an important
0: one, too, because there is no timeline, right?
2: there is no timeline. It depends who you are and all the other Um, You know, the the animal, the way it was lost, it's just, it's a journey. Yeah, yeah, and it looks
0: different for everybody.
1: And with me, it happened on a Friday... And that I had to make that decision, and then we got I'm here teaching Saturday, Sunday, Monday, many classes back to back, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I God bless them; they meant well, but everybody came in and talked about it, mm-hmm. and I was saying yeah. to myself, "Would I rather just not talk about it? I don't know." Yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of taking it all in. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But I didn't really want to talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, you
2: don't want to, and that's why I say to my clients: if you don't want to, politely say. I'd rather not talk about yeah.
1: it. Well, it's not that I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to go any further. They apologized. Yes. They said they felt for me. I said, yeah. thank you very much. And then I changed the topic to how we're going to make your dog sick. Right. Yeah. Like, right, really quick. Yeah.
0: Um. And, and when you said that, how, you know, you can have multiple pets in your home, and your relationship and connection with each animal is a little bit different. And I talk about that. I say, like you'll have like a soul dog and some others are like a spirit dog and him and Beppe. I, I, I mean, I've witnessed a lot of relationships between humans and animals and I will, I've always said there was like a paranormal element to definitely your soul dog. And that's what Jax was to me as well. Or you've been through both Eric and I, uh, like all of us have, you know, trauma in our past that we've yeah.
1: this,
0: this, I did not come here to cry this whole time. I'm so sorry. But sometimes that dog was the only thing that you had present yes. in your life or who yes. was there. And um, it's, I mean, it, 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 the, how I have to look back on it is, um, you know, they touched our lives in such a wonderful way. Yes. And, you know, there was purpose. And
1: yeah. I just joined a couple of Facebook groups one called Rainbow Bridge something. Yeah, oh, I can't and, even read and, that and, and poem. Uh, I need therapy recent, after <laughs> I saw this recent post, and I believe the woman, yeah. she said she thought she could handle it. She's actually thinking of committing suicide oh. herself Hell over this the loss This is so
0: important dog. that we talk about this because, I mean, me and Eric have been able to talk about this openly, and we've cried a million tears, and just when I think I have none left, look at yes. me today. There's That's more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, um, if people do find themselves in a situation where, you know, even when we talk in terms of taking time off work, even if you lose a spouse, some, some companies only give you like a yes. week and you're supposed yes. to be back and, you yes. know, functioning normally. But if you find that you are not able to, you know, meet your obligations, your responsibilities, and you're not functioning and, you know, maybe you find yourself in a, in a bit of, a depression like what are some signs that people maybe it's outside of and I mean there is no normal way yes. to grieve but when it's really holding you back and impacting your life yes maybe you can talk a little bit about you know what that might look like and what people can do if they find themselves
2: yeah um when you find that you can't do anything you know when you're at a at a, a stall of life um and the thought of of wanting to end your life because you just think, I can't live without this animal. Yeah. Um, To give yourself the permission to feel and know that it isn't always like this. But if it goes on too long, then know that you need real professional help. And I'm saying, you know, um, therapy, and you may need medication, because it also could be a a chemical imbalance as well. And, you know, it's hard to say, but you don't know what everybody's you know, their history is, right? Yes. I've had some where they've come to me and then they will say to me that they've, you know, had anxieties or mental health issues. I'll go with them only so far. And then I'll say, I believe you should go seek real professional help. Because I can only do so much, right? Right. And I'm very honest with that. I don't want to have that on my shoulders knowing that someone, God forbid you know, was out, you know, w- wanted to end their life, and yes. I and I didn't push them to the right direction. Yes, You know, most people at the very beginning, you know, um, I just very recently had someone who said, will I ever feel normal again? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, you will. Mm-hmm. There is a light. You've walked into a very dark tunnel, yes. and you're walking through it, and you're tripping, and you're falling. But every day there'll be a little bit more of a glimmer. It takes yes. time. It takes time and it's a journey. Mm-hmm. And we all wanna get through everything really quick because that's the way the world yes. works. But yeah. that is not how grief you works. You can't rush the process no. at
0: all. No. I, I actually, I just what you said there, I give the analogy. It's you're in the storm right now. Yeah. But it can't storm forever. No. Right? Um, so when people if, if they're looking should they start with their family doctor or could somebody reach out to you uh, directly for help, or do they need a referral? How, how no. can somebody see you?
2: Um, I'm, I'm on, um, I have a website.
0: Yes. And did you want to uh, let everybody know what your website sure.
2: is? Sure, it's yep. uh, www.petlosscounseling.net.
0: Amazing. Okay. Um, so people can visit your website yes. if they want to read a little bit about I'd, that. Yes. And yeah. I have
2: blogs and things that may help them. Um, and they can also um, fill out a form and contact me. Yeah. I also have um, my email address, which right. is Pet Loss Toronto. At gmail.com.
0: Okay, right. and you know what I'm also going to do? I'm going to include this information in our podcast yep. post, and I'll...
1: I will get Paul to put it yeah. literally right on the post as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> And Helen, you said that um, you actually offer virtual appointments. Yes. Right?
1: A lot of things. uh, You know all the doctors I have, babe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're all for I just did one in my car in front of the gym.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So you offer over the phone. Do you do Skype or Zoom? Um, I do through Google. Google
2: Meet. Okay, perfect. Right? Yeah. Um, I do do some over the phone, but I prefer Google Meet. I like to see people's faces yeah. and, their, and their expressions yeah. and their body
0: language, and I like them to see
1: me as well. Yeah. Right?
0: So I think that's great because you can you can get the help that you need right from the comfort of your own Absolutely.
1: home. Let's yeah. talk about one more thing, and I actually want to bring up three dogs because I we spent about, it was about a span of a year, I think, yeah. where we lost three of the top dogs in the school. Mm-hmm. and they were all dobermans, <laughs> and yeah. they all had that what we call bloat mm-hmm. the twisted mm-hmm. stomach and that can happen I don't know how much you know about vets but that that's if you don't get on yes. it now like you got seconds and minutes it's
0: it's within hours yeah, yeah
1: yeah um and you had we had Ed yeah was adoption German Shepherd we had Sydney with Michelle not German Shepherd he was Adobe I'm oh, sorry Do- Adobe <laughs> yeah so I meant I don't know what I'm saying and then we had an old apprentice dog. Name, his his name was Cash. The dog name was Cairo, yeah. and they all went through this within a year. Mm-hmm. And here's the funny thing: it's funny how, like you think, everybody like an individual. Michelle, I don't want to say immediately, but she had two puppies right away within within months and in her setting that was probably the best thing to do yes and i even told her she asked me and i said you know what sydney's probably looking down on you and wants you to have yes because she's one of the best dog owners her yes dogs she live really the is life. yeah but cash and ed's owner were like nope yeah nope. and i even reached out to this guy it was an older gentleman uh, he was retired he adopted this doberman The dog was driving him crazy, and then he just became one of the best students in the school. Phenomenal,
0: yeah.
1: And I even reached out to him when I found a Doberman that needed a home, and I thought it had been like a year and a half to two years. Yeah. And I reached out to him, like, oh, hey, there's a Doberman out here. We could get you in the school again, maybe. Yeah. He he was like, oh, I'd really like to, but no, no, no. Yeah. So when it comes to losing a dog and replacing the dog, that's a huge issue too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because you can't look at it as you're replacing. Exactly. Yeah, you're getting a new family member, and you're getting it to honor the one that you have recently lost. Yes. And some people just don't want to go through that pain again. I
1: like that in honor of. Yeah, and I've made those
0: deals with myself over the years when I've had to euthanize a pet. And I've said, I'm never doing this again. It's too painful. But then, you know, in time, the reward for me far outweighs, you know, the loss.
2: Yeah, but not everyone feels that way. When I lost my second dog... Because I, for over twenty consecutive years, I always had a dog, yeah. my sons were grown, they were out, I was by myself, coming into my home was so painful that there was yeah. no animal there or anyone to greet me within two weeks I got I adopted yes. now, not everybody could do that mm-hmm. i don't you know a lot of people when they speak to me, they ask me when should I get a new i said you it's not." Like I said, to replace. You cannot get this dog to fill the hole and to replace because you will be extremely disappointed. We
0: actually can speak to that example exactly, and I'm not going to name names. Um, We have a client here um, who is elderly, lives by themselves, and had a dog by a name, specific breed, specific name. That dog passed away. And I believe the children of this elderly person said, you know what, here's another one. So they got the same breed. This person named it the same name. <laughs> and was here tearing their hair out because in no way did these dogs resemble each as as far as personality and like you can never because they are souls and they are beings and just like us they're very unique to that absolutely
2: it's like when my second one passed by this time she was 16 she was known in the neighborhood as babalini marley because she was so like like Laid back and whatever. And then the one that I got, he was a year and a half, as I said, off of the streets. He was a wreck. He was wild. And I remember there were some days I thought, what the heck did I do? Yeah. But... It wasn't to replace. That's right. right. That's it right. was to bring in a new dog that I knew had a really hard time in life for the first year and a half of his life. Yeah. And I was going to give him something better. Yeah. So and you, that's,
1: you would think that was very individual, too. Absolutely. Whether you're ready or not. Absolutely.
2: Yes. Everything with the whole grief and mourning is is so individual. I, I know people who have waited years and then they've gotten... And it's also, let me just say, within families. You know, the children may have thought that was a nice, right thing to do. Yes. Big mistake.
0: And I would have Pe- to agree with
2: people that. People who do that, you're really not, you know... It has to come from the person who has lost the animal yes. to make that ultimate and final decision. Yeah. You know, I'll get some times where you'll have clients who are uh, a couple and she's ready and he's not. Yes, yes. And uh. she goes out and gets a dog anyways and then he wants nothing to do with that dog and then it gets in the, into their relationship. Absolutely. and. It has to be, because everyone does it different. There's no right or wrong, but I always say you don't have to understand each other's grief
0: process, but you have to respect it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, So maybe if, when somebody is confronting this for the first time, right? so they have maybe an elderly or sickly dog... um, but, you know, it's kind of towing the line a little bit. Like, it's it's a little bit of a gray area. Do you ever help people kind of evaluate maybe when it is a good time to euthanize? How do you feel about that? Or how would you guide somebody through that?
2: Well, that's called anticipatory grief when you know it's coming. And you're that's trying what to, I went through for, yeah. like, two years. Yeah. yeah. I, I always say we're not here to play God. Yes. And the hardest, hardest role... Of us being pet parents is making that ultimate decision. Yeah. But in retrospect, it's also our greatest act of love. Yes. Right? Yes. So when someone is in that situation, I will never, ever tell a person they should or they shouldn't. Yes. I'll discuss it with them. They'll tell me their story, you know, because we know our animals best. Yes. You know? And as you said, your dog, he gave you, he looked at you. And they, she, actually. She, I'm does. sorry. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. No, no yeah. <laughs> um, she looked at you, and they do. Like yes. my second one, I remember she was in the my bedroom. I had a big blanket she loved to lie on. She came out into the kitchen. She looked at me, and I knew.
0: Well, and I, we could get more into, but... She really picked the time. Yes, they do. She picked because the day before was my daughter's 16th birthday, and there was a lot of activity in the house and celebration. The day
1: after, I would have been too busy. She would have
0: been gone. Like that Friday morning was literally the only time that we had available that we could kind of, you know, deal with what was happening. But even when we were kind of... You know, things kind of happened quickly and it was like, okay, we're going to have to bring her to the vet. And Eric was with her on the floor and I'm trying to get through to the vet. And then Eric says, you know what, I'm going to go take a shower. And I said, no problem, I'm going to lay here with her. And I've seen this happen with two different animals with Eric and I'm going to try not to cry. Because she was um, completely limp up until that point. And then when Eric walked out of the room, she soldiered all of her, like,
1: energy. Energy,
0: and she lifted her head up to look for where he was, and she, like, tried to right herself. Like, she wanted him by her side. And Um, the
1: the, the good thing, in hindsight, I called the vet. My vet's fantastic to us. Like, he'll see us at a moment's notice. Most vets won't. But when I called him, he was physically at the other place. He wasn't at that one and they said we can't get you in here until 11 12 and i kind of this was at eight was kinda o'clock kinda in the morning because yeah. i'm like i want to put her out of her misery she's in pain she's done and yeah. but then when i kind of settled that i literally picked her up and lined the couch with her for about two and a half hours yeah, yeah. which is yeah. what they and they used to always i'm so glad i had that last okay. two yeah. and a half yes. hours just to hold her
0: yes and we both did we both got to kind of pour our heart out and say our yeah. goodbyes yeah. And, and that's yeah. very important Yeah, like when you get people
2: who don't have that opportunity They come home and it's just yeah that's that I find are the ones who have the real the hardest time going through all of this you know and that's when I say write that letter
0: yeah and right yeah we've experienced um you know sudden tragic loss like that too and it's it 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 does look different. It yeah. it is just you know our,
1: our vet does a lot too. He's like they have the candle in the yes. front. Yes. And it, it's, there's a sign that says if this candle's lit, someone is in saying goodbye to their pet. Basically, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> keep quiet. We don't want any loudness because somebody's dealing with grief. He sent us the letter. Yes, a little card in the mail. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: And now Helen, I'm gonna get a little bit more like. Um, just on we, not religious but like spiritual side of this and i mean that's going to look different for everybody yes, too. Absolutely. Do you offer any any advice about, you know, where does our pet soul go? Do you get asked that question? Yeah, i do get a lot of people who do ask
2: and like you said everyone does it different. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to put my belief system yes. onto anybody else. Yes, um, I do believe um, our dogs are in heaven. Yes, and yeah. I do believe they're up there having a great time eating yes. steak. Yeah. and <laughs> chasing you know the squirrels and yeah. you know whatever. Um, yeah. I remember
1: um, when my be hell for the squirrels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> squirrels are like yeah. 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 <laughs> I die today. Still get chased. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well actually yeah. maybe they don't because again not to get um, religious or whatever yeah. but in in the scriptures it says the lion and the lamb lie together yeah, that's right yes. so and all everybody's the, at
0: peace that's yes. right
2: so all the animals love each other mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. they're when they're chasing each other just having More of a, a game attack that's yeah, not to right eat exa- the squirrel. Yeah. exactly yeah exactly so yeah
0: and i do i yeah. i i believe that firmly i'm i'm a little kooky i don't want to get too much into it but i even when Beppe passed, I just felt this, like, when I started talking about her to Eric, I just felt like, oh, sh-, and I had goosebumps all over, and I'm like, I think this is her, like, validating, you know, she's okay, and, you know she's she's totally okay with everything and that she is going to be here with you always. And I went
1: all out with the memorial thing. Yeah. Like I spent some money on getting oh, the yeah. ashes back and yeah. the, the paw prints and they're doing it in some little thing. Yes. yeah. Well, Whether people would want there, that's another individual yeah. choice. Yeah. But yeah. I'll put that at the school yeah. for the rest of my life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. and that's, you know, and every, like I said, you may not agree, you may not understand, but you always should respect, and everybody does it differently. Absolutely. Like I said, some people can't go into the room when the animal's being euthanized. They mm-hmm. don't want to see that, and that's fine. I was
1: there. Yeah. yeah. And some people there.
2: have to be there. Yeah. For me, it was very important to Us always two. be there. Yeah. But... I am not here to judge anyone. No, I'm here to give.
1: I did it because I think it's important for the for the pet. Yes, I think yeah. it was important for Beppe for me to be there. Yes, yes. and it's yeah. also
2: important for you. It's also yeah. important for the human. And I, you know, I what I give to people is a place to be safe. There's no shame. There's no judgment. Mm-hmm. There's there's just speak your heart. Yeah. and give and I give them the permission. To feel that way and to to go through whatever it is they need to go through.
0: Yes, that's beautiful.
1: Okay, I feel yeah. like we could keep talking about this for. Well, an I feel hour, like this is like for us. This I, might be you one know. of our longer podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, very
0: important though. It's it such is, it an is. important. That's one. the problem with
1: dogs. You're usually gonna they're gonna you're gonna outlive them. Yeah, yes. multiple dogs through your whole life. Yes, if you're a dog owner like I am, and have. that's that's uh, I,
0: maybe we've all heard this before. That you know the difference is is we get to witness their entire life. No, how does that go? They only get part of our life.
1: You were their whole life. Yes. They're only part of yours. Yes, that's, that's I mean. it. That's <laughs> it. Yes, yes. That was the first time I got one. We
0: yes. Well, thank you so much, We would Helen. love to thank
1: Helen Goldberg for coming out. And if anybody is dealing with this or is going to deal with this, let's do this one more time. Yes.
0: So Helen's website is dot. PetLossCounseling.net, or you can reach out to Helen over email, and her email address is Toronto at gmail.com.
1: Nice. Yes. yes. And we also have to... We'll end it on a high happy note. And we have to end it on a happy note. We did do the trivia contest last week yes. for... What was the question the, again? It was... What was the original Mississauga address of Beyond the Leash? For the school. And now- then you know how many I got the Streetsville address?
0: Oh, really? Yes.
1: I got tons of the street flags. Now,
0: you grabbed a random winner out of the first 10 responses uh, that you got. The first
1: 10 responses I put them yes. in a bowl and I just took and a random. And drum roll. <laughs> 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 no, we're not okay, to who the winner? now. Um, who the winner? And this is good because this guy's got two dogs. I believe they adopted one and they said if they won, they're going to give it to an adoption agency, which oh. will work out well. Um, his name is James Lepine. Okay. Uh, for those of you in our intermediate level, ever meet Henry, the Golden. Uh, that's their owner and the answer was so many people gave me the mb drive address the answer was 2175 royal windsor drive that was two schools ago not last school so i think some people misunderstood the question 2175 royal windsor drive congrats james lapine you win 399 dog training and they're going to give it to the rescue organization. I think that they rescued one of their dogs. At.
0: That's amazing.
1: And, uh, they also you also need to post a code to L5J, 1K6, meaningless, whatever. But James, okay. yay! Yay, I should yes. Have, I should have had my thing on. I know. What's wrong with me?
0: I don't know. Now you've missed uh, the nah, bus, Eric. All it's, all too the <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Can we, while you're figuring that okay, out. Okay, let's
1: can- thank James again. <laughs> I have all these things. You're late to the party. Let's okay. Wait okay. okay.
0: Now, we, we have a something else today. In Beppe's honor. Yes. Okay. Do you want to tell the...
1: Oh, in Beppe's honor. what yes. We decided, remember how you said to honor pets? Yes. Our cost for a 10-week program is usually 399 mm-hmm. plus taxes, which... Brings it almost, I think, at or something, something like that, yeah, and change. I don't know. Um, for the next foreseeable future, I don't know if I'm going to do this for two months or six months. Okay. Anybody that adopts a dog because Beppe was an adoption dog that was brought into a better situation, yeah. Um, it's going to be two hundred and fifty. Now it has to be from a. Legitimate, yes, can't be. I got it off my buddy down the street, or <laughs> yes. Kijiji, or whatever. Yeah, somebody on Craigslist. It has to be a
0: so with their with their I forms
1: that I they would have gotten. A, you know, a, a reputable rescue. doesn't even have to be an SBCA or, a or or humane society, but any kind of rescue organization that's legitimate. That's with lovely. Their theme, it's going to be two fifty. That's really nice. I'm already getting a bunch. I love That's that. That's 250 even, so you're saving $200 by... Because mm. adoption fees are usually higher than that. Yes. yes. And now, again, finishing on a little bit of high note, mm-hmm. I bought Melissa's daughter <laughs> for her birthday. Yeah. Because for some reason, she loves the Goo Goo Dolls, and I love the Goo Goo Dolls, which she's 16. Why she loves the Goo Goo Dolls, I don't even know how she found out who I they are. Know. I don't know. Um, but I bought four tickets, and then Melissa... And you even said... So we got anything going on this I weekend? I ran We're this past
0: have. you like five times. Melissa
1: rented a cottage or some kind of...
0: Yeah, I'm taking the kids away just for a few days. And it
1: was, happened to be on the same date. As and the Eric's staying behind Google. with the dogs. <laughs> and it happened to be the same date I know. as the Goo Goo and we contest. just figured that out. So i like, I'm going to give this away? No, no, I might as well make it a contest.
0: Yes, so we have four tickets to Goo Goo Dolls. Four
1: tickets, they're in a very good spot at the Budweiser stage. I believe it's August next 8th? Monday... August 8th. Yep. Which is one of my favorite sushi places.
0: Yes. <laughs> now you're getting off track. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um
1: so what I'm going to do is an easy question for that same thing. The first let's go let's call it 20. Okay. Because I don't like cuz these come out you're going to hear this it's going to come out 6 or 7 in the AM. That's when they put these out on Tuesdays. Right. I want people to get a chance to win that wake up in the afternoon. So yes. that's why I don't just give it to the first one because then only the early birds are going to win. That's right. Somebody listens to this three in the afternoon? So we'll
0: leave entries open for the whole twenty four hours. I'll leave
1: entries open, and I'll put I'll just randomly put twenty in a thing and pick it out. And but, I will record you and doing that. Yeah, we're going to need we're going to need uh, phone numbers and ways yes. contact because you only got concert, concerts in a week. Yes, a week today. Yeah, and this is the Goo Dolls at. At Budweiser Stage It's in a pretty good section yeah. And we're going to make a pretty easy question I want somebody that's a fan of the Goo Goo Dolls I guess we all have Google though, but whatever Yeah. Um, I want someone that's a fan of the Goo Goo Dolls to win um, where, Which city in North America do the Goo Goo Dolls hail from? Okay That's
0: it So they just have to submit, name, so that. phone number f- and,
1: and just to let you know, these tickets are like 120 bucks each yeah, and there's like more. they were, and there's four. Like I know. $500. It's a pretty good price. Oopsies. I could have gave them to a friend, but I decided well, to Well, I'm here.
0: sure some of your listeners are going to be very happy that it didn't work out for us to go. Yes. Okay. All right. So, again, thank you very much, Helen Goldberg, for joining us today. And,. Uh, you know, working through some of our own grief. Yeah,
1: apparently, I almost feel like I owe you. For a I session know. Yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Invoice us. Yeah. So that was really awesome. Thank yes, you for thank coming you. On. Thank you. And everybody, we'll see you next Tuesday.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Beyond the Leash podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode, and follow on all social media platforms. For more information or to connect with Eric and Melissa, check us out at beyondtheleash.ca. We'll see you next time.